Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
<clears throat> Good evening, everyone. It is now 9.09 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we come to you once again from the WCW US HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina, as we get set to bring you episode number 411 of the second installment of the WCW US Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com, as well as a 2022 WCW US Hall of Fame inductee. This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWUS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We will, of course, start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment. Of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice. Who is, of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo. Of course, they will be. They'll be. They'll be, of course. Uh, it'll be, of course, from our friends at 411mania.com. We will also be providing tonight's wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report here, of course, this evening, as I'll be bringing it to you towards right here at the brand beginning of our program, whereas towards the end of our program, it will be provided here to us. Uh, the godfather of soul himself, Justin Lewis Fleming, and we hope to hear from, of course, him and other folks here as well. But if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, 1-605-562-0444, caller ID 138-521-POUND, and press that one, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, this evening. Of course, in addition to your news and views and history and birthdays here, of course, tonight, we will, of course, throw out our personal thoughts and opinions about any additional thoughts and opinions that we have about last night's edition of AEW Dynamite. We will also bring you, of course, any thoughts and opinions about what it what is currently taking place and what will take place on tonight's episode of Impact Wrestling. Plus, ladies and gentlemen, we will also, of course, do another update concerning our Trivia Championship Series matches, of course, currently going on even as we speak. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we may be getting some predictions for uh, NXT's Great American Bash show coming up here, of course, on Sunday. If you wish to chime in, if you wish, of course, like I said, we have a lot of other stuff going on, but keep it... But, Anyone's welcome to come on in and, of course, throw out their personal thoughts and opinions on every, anything and everything that we have to bring here to you. It is now 9.12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. As we said, this is Thursday, July 27, 2023. Good to have you here, of course, here with us here tonight. Let's not waste any time here, folks. Let us now go ahead and bring you, of course, some of our wrestling, uh, wrestling news, of course, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. Keep in mind, of course, while we get this up, that the radio network, as always, thanks our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Wolfpack, also, of course, on Revolution, as well as, of course, Raw Radio. 
outside the ropes, Power Hour, as well as, of course, uh, <clears throat> WCWS this morning, as well as uh, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, on Sports Machine. And we hope that we still are we are still working, ladies and gentlemen, to get more more of our stories, uh, more of our shows up and going here for 2023. And of course, we will let you know, of course, when we have some of our episodes, some of our shows we haven't had on for a while, or of course, a lot of our newer programs. We hope to, of course, uh, we hope to, of course, like I said, uh, reenter, uh, bring us some new episodes, of course, of some of the shows that have not been on for, of course, quite some time. So be sure to, of course, continue to check in with with us here in the radio network and, of course, through TalkShoot.com for any, of course, future uh, updates on that. Our first story, of course, ladies and gentlemen, coming in. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here uh, tonight. As Montez Ford gives an update on the reality series, reality series with him and Bianca Belair, Montez Ford has given an update on when fans fans can see his reality show with Bianca Belair. Ford spoke with the New York Post for a new interview and talked about the series, which is set to release on Hulu. Very very soon, Montez says, I would say between October and maybe February. Ford also talked about filming his and Bel Air's five-year anniversary in Las Vegas, saying, I think the good thing about doing the show is, is, is the same thing as working with Dawkins. I don't feel like it's work. I'm actually having a great time with the person I love and that I want to share this life with. It doesn't necessarily feel like work. Just another reflection of how we are as people outside of wrestling, too. It never feels like work with her or dolls. It just feels like we're having a con- conversation or a moment shared with just a camera right here. Of course, motions, of course, towards the space, obviously. At first, it takes some getting used to. It's not a normal thing. You get a camera there. It's a little awkward at times in the beginning because you're just talking, you're just talking and this camera, what are you going to say? What is your expression to that? But after that, you get used to it. I have to watch what I say because I have a little potty mouth. So we'll definitely be looking out, of course, ladies and gentlemen, for this reality show with, of course, Bianca Belair and Montez Ford coming up here very, very soon. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here today. we got a very somber story right here. As NWA alumnus Tommy Siegler sadly has passed away. Tommy Siegler, who held several NWA championships in the 1960s and 70s, has sadly passed away. Fightful reports that Sigler passed away on Monday. No cause of death has been revealed. He was 84 years old. Sigler began his wrestling career in, 19, in 1963 when he was noticed by local wrestlers in Pensacola, Florida, and convinced to give the industry a go. He worked part-time until 1969 when he made it his full-time career. He and Argentina Apollo won the NWA Macon Tag Team titles in November of 1972. Sigler would move to All-Star Wrestling Alliance and in, in, in July of 1973, he won the All-South Wrestling Georgia TV title from Ox Baker. He also held the All-South Wrestling Alliance Georgia Tag Team Championship alongside Super Gladiator that same year. He would go on to win several NWA championships in the late 1970s, including the NWA Southeastern TV title, 
the NWA Florida TV title, and the NWA British Commonwealth Heavyweight title. Of course, the last title was the one he held on. He held in, onto until he was forced to retire in 1978 after he suffered three ruptured discs in his lower back during a match against the Iron Sheik in Singapore. Following his retirement, he worked in law enforcement and served as the head of security for the Anderson County Historic Courthouse from 2001 to late until late 2019 when he retired. Of course, on behalf of Poor Levin Mania, and also I, I sympathize with this, of course. Um, here in the radio network, of course, our condolences to the family, friends, and fans of Mr. Ziegler. And ladies and gentlemen, courtesy of Kazushi Sakuraba's YouTube channel, they do have a match here in which, of course, um, I believe this was the match that, of course, was being referred to when he wrestled against the Iron Sheet. This could have been the one in Singapore back on July 22nd, 1977. Uh, the Iron Sheik was known as Muhammad Farouk. Uh, now, since this is, of course, an NWA match, as, as of course, that was stated, we will post this match in the um, WCWUS, I'm, I'm sorry, the NWA US uh, Facebook page, so everybody can go back and take a look at that. But our thoughts and prayers are with, of course, the main family, uh, fam with the family and friends and fans of Mr. Sigler. Next up here, folks. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here to tonight as some matches have been announced for this week's edition of NXT Level Up. WWE has announced the lineup for this week's episode of Level Up. Here's the lineup right here for the show, which will air tomorrow night on Peacock and the network. Eichmann Jiro will take on Damon Kemp. Ivy Nile will take on Carmen Petrovic. And Duke Hudson will take on Luca Crucifina. So that'll be some good matches where you can check that out, as we said, of course, on Peacock. And I believe they did film this before this past Tuesday's edition of uh, NXT. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight. As Gable Stevenson talked about his amateur wrestling future and is excited for his debut in NXT. Gable Stevenson is making his NXT ring debut at the Great American Bash, and he recently gave an update on his amateur wrestling future. Stevenson spoke with the Star Tribune promoting the match, and here, of course, are some highlights. On his amateur future, Gable says, It's my passion and my power still burns for it. I still have the, the year of college eligibility and always will be ready to compete for the United States. On making his WWE in-ring debut at the Great American Bash, very excited. First time people are seeing me, thankful for the opportunity. And, of course, as you know, Gable Stevenson will be competing against Baron Corbin on Sunday. Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight as the Street Profits weigh in on a potential heel turn, and they say there is room for it. The Street Profits think it might be time for a change, teasing a possible heel turn in a new interview. 
The WWE tag team spoke with the Getting Over podcast and talked about their recent run of losses, as well as how that could lead to a character change for them. Here are some highlights per FIFA. Montez on the on the potential for change. He says, I feel that there is huge room more of a demeanor change, the change that happened towards us, the feeling is real. Last year at SummerSlam was pretty much our last official time on the big stage to go for the tag team titles, and we didn't succeed. That loss stung still to this day. It's been almost a year. The more you get these opportunities and the more time you don't succeed, the more natural feeling of being upset and frustrated, which leads to a possible character change. Whatever you're possibly doing is not working. If the revolving situation keeps happening, the change must happen. Angelo, of course, talks about the recent losses. He says, those losses play a lot in my head a bunch. It's getting frustrating a little bit because you keep getting so close to something and you keep slipping away. It's right there at your fingertips, and every time you try to do it the right way, it's not it's not going your way. I'm sick and tired of waiting and going through all these hoops to get to where the, the goal is of being the champions. We're going to start running through mugs in a minute. Montez on the temptation to turn heel. He says, you look at guys like Roman Reigns and Austin Theory, they aren't doing it the right way, but they've been successful for a very long time. In the back of your mind, you go, should I do it the way that they're doing, or should I keep the righteousness and the ability and everything that's gotten us this far? You reach a plateau of doing what you're doing for a long time, and things don't happen. So maybe a change has to happen. Eventually, frustrations do rise, and change must happen. And let's see here, folks. We do have, let me see, from the Getting Over uh, Wrestling podcast that was reported today, of course. Uh, the Street Profits, of course, um, are being interviewed about this, of course, potential as a possible, um, about the possibility of this change. Talking about, obviously, you can check it out if you have access to Apple Podcasts, or you can listen to it, of course, for more at the spread this story. Next story here, folks. <clears throat> Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight. As Grayson Waller talks about how much he's like his WWE character, says few people know the real him. Grayson Waller recently discussed how close he is to his on-screen character. Waller appeared on Out of Character with Ryan Sat Satin. Uh, excuse me, and discusses WWE character and more here, of course, are a couple highlights for Wrestling Inc. On how close this character is to his actual personality, Grayson says, I think if you ask anyone that knows me, they would say there's almost no difference. I don't particularly think that I play anything. I think this is really just me. But obviously, when the red light comes on, it's a little bit amped up. I don't think there's much difference at all. While I also revealed that while he wasn't always as confident as he is today, it is a trait that that he developed relatively early in life, growing up and things like that. I was similar to everyone. Once I started, I get into wrestling and that type of thing. Once I realized I was good at it too, that kind of changed things up 
for me. On how few people know the real him, Grayson says the best thing that's the best thing about Grayson Waller. You never gonna know the real me. As there's like five people in this world who actually know me. And other than that, you don't know anything. We do have this episode of Out of Character with Ryan Satin when she interviews Grayson Waller, which they recorded uh, yesterday. You can also check this out on Apple Podcasts or you can listen to it, of course, from this page. Our next story right here, folks. Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight. As Xavier Wood has enjoyed seeing the Usos rise to the top of WWE. The Usos have have found their way at the top of the mix in WWE during their time in the bloodline. And Xavier Woods loves seeing it. Woods and his New Day brethren have a long-standing rivalry with the Usos. And he talked about the team's growth and more on on the Superstar Crossover podcast. Here are some highlights for Fightful. On the Usos' growth during their time in WWE, Xavier says, It's been awesome seeing their growth throughout the company. So when they first came in and then moving and then moving the face paint and then turning heel and then like really finding their legs and going into what they are now, they're some of the best performers that we have on the roster and they have been for a very long time. But the fact that they get to show it now and kind of live in it, I think that only makes you better, obviously. On the team's rise to the top, Xavier says, it's been great seeing, seeing this, this comeuppance that we've been seeing from Jay, especially when people are coming into the bloodline. He's got to sit there and think, oh, I got my butt beat to get into this. Everybody's just getting in. What is this? So to see him finally pop off has, has been really awesome to see because it's been a long time for him. It's been a long time for both of them. So right now is a really good time for them. We do have this episode, of course, of Superstar Crossover, uh, in which they interview Xavier Woods. Of course, this is coming off of this is coming from the uh, from the Yo Josh Martinez YouTube channel. You can um, we'll post this video, of course, in the interview corner page. Everybody can go back and take a look at it. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight as Roxanne Perez names one of her favorite NXT matches and says it opened her eyes. Roxanne Perez has named Sasha Banks versus Bailey from NXT TakeOver Respect as one of her favorite matches. The former NXT Women's Champion was on Busted Open Radio and talked about the 30-minute Iron Woman match, about how the 30-minute Iron Woman, Iron Woman match opened her eyes to the potential of women's wrestling on the brand. So one of my favorites is, and I think this this is this kind of really started the revolution in NXT, at least in NXT for the women, and it was Sasha Banks versus Bailey at Takeover. This was what Perez said for Wrestling Inc. I think it was probably I was probably 14 or 15 watching that match. It really opened my eyes because when I first started watching NXT, the girls were trying to guess the wrestlers' theme songs and doing obstacle courses. That's when I started watching it. 
She continues, so to watch them have a 30-minute match and convey all these emotions. I remember this little girl, Izzy, she was in the crowd and Sasha made her cry. Everything about that match was like, wow, this is awesome. This is what I want to do. As you know, Roxanne Perez is set to face Blair Davenport in a Weapons Wild match this Sunday at the Great American Bash. We do have this episode of Busted Open Radio, of course, that was recorded yesterday, in which they interview both Roxanne Perez and also AEW superstar A.R. Fox. We will, you can, of course, check this out through Apple Podcasts, or, of course, you can listen to it right here on this page. The story just now coming in. Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight. As we do have the results of the Ring of Honor TV uh, t- uh, TV showing tonight. And there was a TV t- title eliminator tournament. The TV title eliminator tournament kicks off, of course, and more. The latest episode of Ring of Honor TV saw the start of, a, of an eliminator tournament for the TV championship and more. Here are the full results right here for the show which aired on WatchROH.com per Fightful. A pure rules match as Josh Woods defeated Eli Isom, Jerry Lynn, Jimmy Jacobs, and Kachigori Shibata. Well, Jerry Lynn, Jimmy Jacobs, and Kachigori Shibata were the judges. Mark Sterling challenged Shibata to put the pure championship on the line against Woods, and Shibata accepted it for next week. Trisha Dora did defeat Vita Von Starr. Ring of Honor's six-man tag team titles as the embassy did defeat the Iron Savages. Layla Hirsch defeated Becca. The Renegade Twins defeated J.C. Storm and Tiara James. Athena defeated Christina Marie. Athena beat down Marie after the match. The Kingdom defeated the Foundation. Stokely Hathaway and Samoa Joe announced an eliminatory tournament to crown a new TV championship number one contender. Ring of Honor TV championship eliminator tournament first round match as Christopher Daniels did defeat uh, J.D. Drake. The team of Big Bill and Lee Moriarty did defeat the team of Primal Fear. Uh, three more uh, first-round matches in the Ring of Honor TV title eliminator tournament. Tony Nese defeated Cheeseburger. Gravity defeated Anthony Henry. And Shane Taylor defeated Serpentico. And also, of course, the Trustbusters defeated the team of Dalton Castle and the boys. And, of course, you can check out the tweet, of course, talking about several tweets about, of course, tonight's show on the Ring of Honor Twitter account, which is at Ring of Honor. And one day somebody's got to do something about Athena and make sure she discontinues beating everybody down after she defeats him in the ring. So she's becoming a little bit more of a... She's becoming a little bit, a whole lot like uh, Jade Cargill, in my personal opinion. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight as QT Marshall reveals the original inspiration for the QTV stable. QT Marshall recently revealed the original inspiration for his QTV stable in AEW. Marshall and the rest of the QTV group were on Talk is Jericho, and he talked about how the faction was pitched to him as as inspired by the Adam Sandberg comedy pop star Never Stop, Never Stop. Tony said, have you ever seen the movie Popstar, Marshall? Marshall said, pro wrestling Inc. I said, no. He said, well, if you look at it, they make fun of TMZ. So he showed me So he showed me the clip, and he loved the clip, and I said, okay. 
this and this was all this was all supposed to be the payoff was going to be that was all good stuff about Will Hobbs where everybody else and it would end up end up that I was with powerhouse Hobbs he continued that's when that's what was supposed to start but then when the Warload match happened it was Hobbs versus Warlow and Hobbs in town so it was like all right what are we going to do QT we're going to put you with him now I was like okay let's do it and we kind of had to go backwards we do have of course this episode here of talk is Jericho in which in which of course they interviewed QT Marshall and QTV this uh, interview was recorded uh, was report yes was recorded on Friday you can check it out via Apple Podcasts, or of course you can listen to it from this page I will also point out, ladies and gentlemen, that 411 Mania is providing live coverage tonight to the, of tonight's um, edition of Impact Wrestling. Of course, you can take a listen to what the guys are saying, the guys from 411 Mania are saying about all the action currently going on here, even as we speak, and what has already happened on Impact Wrestling here tonight. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here this evening. As Josh Alexander recalls working as a truck technician during his indie days and what he actually learned from it. Josh Alexander worked as a truck technician when he was wrestling on the indies, and he recently talked about what he learned from the job. The former Impact World Champion was a guest on Cody Diener's podcast and talked about his early days in the industry. Here are some highlights for Wrestling Inc. On getting his start in wrestling, Josh says, I always... I always say I would be homeless or dead if I didn't have wrestling and indie wrestling. I don't know why. It was probably my upbringing. I didn't get taught responsibility, really. So when I went away to the university and I had this money saved up from working my Dairy Queen job or whatever it was, I put it right through that really quick because I had no idea what the value of a dollar was and all this other stuff. But I had this wrestling thing I wanted to do, and I started working the independents. I realized that I needed gas money to drive to all these random towns all over Ontario. I want to get booked and start building my career and made me happy again. So I got a job. I got the worst job. On how the job helped him, Josh says, anybody anybody I talk to says a tire technician, somebody who changes tires on the side of the highway for transport trucks and trailers and construction equipment is one of the worst jobs in the world. And also he added, I did that job for a decade as a pro wrestler on the indies because I could get time off. Because most people in that industry have problems with drinking or other things like that. It's an issue, me being so dependable to be there every Monday at 5 a.m. and work my 12 hours every day for allowing me to get Fridays off once in a while for shows and stuff like that. It taught me that I loved wrestling more than basically anything else, too. Now, courtesy of Podbean, ladies and gentlemen, of course, is this, is the, is, uh, 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 is Cody is of course this episode of Cody Diener's wrestling is wrestling is life is wrestling as he did this is part two of an interview that he did of course with Josh Alexander you can listen to it of course ladies and gentlemen from uh, of course this uh, from this particular 
page. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight with some AEW news as Chris Hero has officially been hired as a producer and also MGF is backstage at Collision and also some highlights from last night's Dynamite. PW Insider, PW Insider reports that Chris Hero is now working full-time as a producer in AEW. He was brought in on a tri, on a brought 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 on in, in a tryout capacity last month. He has received high marks for his work so far. The website also noted that MGF was backstage at last week's AEW collision, although he did not officially appear. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we're attempting to possibly get some of these up. Um, but there were, we did have, hopefully, we can bring you, of course, some highlights here from what happened last night on Dynamite here. And it might be some time where we can get those up, so we won't worry about those for the time being. So in the meantime here, folks, if we can... If we are able to come back and, and fix that up after the show, we will we will fix them up and get them on the AWS page as soon as we can. Joseph Lee posted this story tonight. As Peacock hits 24 million subscribers, however, is still losing money in spite of a revenue increase. Comcast has announced their quarterly earnings, which includes the financial information for WWE streaming home Peacock. Yahoo Finance reports that Peacock now has 24 million subscribers, which is an increase from last year's 13 million. The revenue has climbed to 820 million, an 85% increase from last year. However, the streaming service still reported a loss of $651 million. So there, I'm obviously, of course, I still don't know what uh, what could be, of course, causing that. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight as Hulk Hogan reveals how much he actually paid for his ring name. In an interview with The Weekend After via FIFA, Hulk Hogan spoke about how he how much he had to pay in order to get the rights of his ring name from Marvel. Marvel previously threatened legal action against WWE and Hogan due to owning the name Hulk. He said, I own everything. I own Hulk Hogan, Hulkamania, Hulk, Hulkster. I'm one of the few guys who own the name, rights, and trademarks and licenses. Vince goes, I want you to be Hulk Hogan. What does Hulk Hogan mean? Ivan Pusky for the Polish-Americans, Bruno San Martino for the Italian-Americans, Chief J. Strombo for the Native Americans, and Hulk Hogan for the Irish-Americans. Vince, Vince gave me the, the name. Vince, Vince Sr. passes away. Vince Jr. takes over. Right when Hulk Hogan takes off, we get a call from Marvel Comics. You're infringing on our mark reasonably similar we're going to sue you put you in litigation we let them have the name didn't license the name i only had to pay, pay them one tenth of one percent that went from 1985 to 2005 in 2005 it's over now i can't use Hulk hogan anymore and i'm red hot in 2005 i went to my attorney i don't give a darn what deal you make you're going to make a deal because i need the name what happened was i got a one-year extension i had to pay them 30 percent of everything i made Movies, TV, wrestling, they got 30% of everything. If they decided to sell the name, they had to give me a first shot at it. They couldn't sell the name or do anything. Fair market value, all of a sudden, Marvel Comics gets in a B-I-T-C-H vest 
the WWE about intellectual properties that they can't re-air old Hulk Hogan matches. Marvel Comics lost. They owe Vince $35 million. They made a huge mistake. They said instead of paying $35 million, how about we give you the Hulk Hogan name? I heard about it and went, you screwed up now. Now I don't have to pay $35 million for the name. You have to sell it to me for fair money value, which is only $750,000. I bought the name back. Vince wanted to buy the name for me. Now I got this one. I bought the name back, and I own everything. Unbelievable there, folks. Some of the stuff that you find out, of course, in behind the scenes of wrestling there, folks. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight as as he is, of course, as they are reporting some spoilers for this week's edition of Rampage. Now, keep in mind here, ladies and gentlemen, that, of course, they did film these after, of course, last night's taping of, of, uh, of Dynamite. Uh, um but we are not going to reveal the spoilers, of course, here in this. Uh, we'll let you know, of course, some of the action that will take place. Uh, a tag team uh, battle royal is set is set to take place here. Uh, uh, some of the teams included in this are Big Bill and Brian Cage, the Hardys. Uh, Matt Menard and Angela Parker, The Butcher and the Blade, Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel, Serpentico and Luther, Ethan Page and Brother Zay, and also Jay Lethal and Sodom Singh. Also, Commander took on Kip Sab- will take on Kip Saban, The Kingdom will take on some local talent, and Ikara Shida will take on Nyla Rose. And speaking of AW, one more story here to bring you before we bring you, of course, uh, uh, Oh, by the way, folks, let me go ahead and point out one more quick thing. Uh, uh, this, whoever, of course, ladies and gentlemen, wins, of course, this match will, will face the winners of the uh, AEW Tag Team title match coming, coming up very soon between FTR and the team of MJF and Adam Cole, by the way. So I just want to throw that out there as well. And that will be on Rampage tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. And Jeremy Thomas has one more story to bring us here tonight, actually from last night, as we have the latest on the, on the length of Dustin Rhodes' AEW contract. A new report has an update on Dustin Rhodes' AEW contract. Rhodes noted in an interview back in December that his contract would be up in July of this year. Fightful Slate reports that this is no longer the case, and Rhodes' contract is up as of September of 2024. There's no word on whether an extension was signed or what else may have led to the new expiration date. All that was confirmed by the outlet is the date Rhodes said this in the original interview. I made a decision the end of July. My contract is up and I'm going to be done in ring or at least toned way down. I don't know if that's going to be it because when we say we're retiring, we always come back and you never say never. But that's what I'm looking for, an end date for my in-ring wrestling career so we'll be watching all this very carefully right now it seems it'll be september of next year before he before he may decide to leave but we'll see of course what will happen 
So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there with some of your wrestling news, of course, here tonight. We do, of course, thank our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us to read those stories here, of course, this evening. We also want to give you give we also want to give kudos to our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice. Of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Geronimo. They're bringing all the news that's fit to print here in the WCW US Radio Network. And of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. And of course, we have never ever disputed that, ladies and gentlemen, as we said in the past eight years. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let us now go directly to today's first look at our wrestling and our pop culture history and birthday report. We will, of course, start off with our wrestling uh, history right here, of course, for today. Of course, coming up after we bring this up, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, uh, get you in, of course, on some of our wrestling talk for this evening, which will, of course, include uh, any additional comments about last night's edition of Dynamite. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll Anything that we do have concerning tonight's episode of Impact Wrestling, we will, of course, bring that information here to you. We will also provide, ladies and gentlemen, an update on some of our tri- on our trivia championship matches currently going on. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll find out, of course, who is going to be doing their predictions tonight for uh, this Sunday's NXT Great American Bash show. So... That's still to come here, folks. In the meantime, let's, let's get your wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, of course. Your first look at it, of course, taken care of. And here it is, your wrestling history right here for today, July the 27th. On this date in 1978, WWF champion Bob Backlund wrestled to a draw with Antonio Inoki in Tokyo. The match was a two-out-three falls match with each man winning one fall and a 60-minute time limit expiring. For the third fall could be decided. On a state in 1998, WWE taped, WWF taped the first ever episode of Sunday Night Heat at the Arrowhead Pond in Anaheim, California. The taping marked the first time Shane McMahon was identified by name on WWF slash WWE programming as he served as the color commentator for the show. On the state in 2001, the wrestling industry's pioneering play-by-play announcers, Gordon Soley, sadly passed away at the age of 71 in Newport, Ritchie, Florida, as a result of throat cancer. Soley worked with various promotions throughout his career, including Georgia Championship Wrestling and WCW. Jim Ross paid tribute to Soley when Ross inducted him into the 2008 WWE Hall of Fame. Ross cites Soley as being the most significant influence on his career as an announcer. Another somber moment right here on the state in 2001, Rhonda Singh, who was most notable for portraying the character of Bertha Faye in the WWF Women's Division in the mid-1990s, sadly passed away at the age of 40 in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, from a heart attack. Singh competed in Japan in the late 1980s under the name of Monster Ripper and returned to her native Canada, working for Stu Hart Stampede Wrestling she became the promotion's first women's champion. In the WWF, Singh defeated the women's champion Alundra Blaze for her title at SummerSlam in Pittsburgh in 1995. After leaving the WWF, Singh worked for WCW 
helped generate interest in their women's division. During her time in the WWF, Singh developed a close friendship with a fellow Canadian competitor, the late Owen Hart. On the stage in 2002 in Philadelphia, Lowkey became the first ever Ring of Honor champion as a result of winning a four-way 60-minute Ironman match against Doug Williams, Spanky, and Christopher Daniels. On the stage in 2003, WWE's Vengeance pay-per-view took place at the Pepsi Center in Denver, Colorado. In the main event, Kurt Angle defeated Brock Lesnar and The Big Show in a triple threat match to win the WWE title. Earlier in the show, Eddie Guerrero defeated Chris Benoit in the final of the tournament to determine the first United States champion under the WWE banner. On the stage in 2004, at a SmackDown taping in Cincinnati, Ohio, two titles changed hands. First off, Booker T became the new United States champion after winning an eight-man elimination match, which also featuring RVD, John Cena, Billy Gunn, Kenzo Suzuki, Ruth Reigns, Rene Dupree, and Charlie Haas. Additionally, Spike Dudley beat Rey Mysterio for the Cruiserweight title. On the stage in 2010, at a TNA Impact taping at Universal Studios in Orlando, Hamada and Taylor Wilde won the Knockouts Tag Team belts from Lacey Von Erich and Velvet Sky. And on the stage in 2015, TNA Impacts, uh, during a TNA Impact taping uh, for the King, King of the Mountain title of the team in uh, Universal Studios in Orlando, the King of the Mountain Championship was won by P.J. Black, who of course we would know later on as Justin Gabriel, and a King of the Mountain match against Bobby Lashley, Robbie E., who we now know as Robert Stone, Chris Medeski, who of course we now know as who we do remember as Chris Masters, and also Eric Young. And we do have, of course, several birthdays, of course, to bring you here today. First off, folks, we want to wish a very happy. Uh, yes, let's make sure I have this right. Happy 34th birthday today to one half of the Young Bucks, Nick Jackson. We also want to wish a very happy 43rd birthday today to Dolph Ziggler. We also want to wish a very happy 44th birthday to Shannon Moore. We also want to wish a very happy uh, 54th birthday today to, of course, Triple H. Also, a very uh, uh, one birthday today, as today would have been the yes, the 66th birthday of Matt Bourne, who, of course, you would, you would also remember as Doink the Clown. And also, ladies and gentlemen, today is the 75th birthday. Let me make sure I have that right. Yes. The 75th birthday of the son of AWA founder Vern Gagne, Greg Gagne. So happy birthday to Nick Jackson, Dolph Ziggler, Shannon Moore, Triple H, the late Matt Bourne, and also Greg Gagne here today. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to your pop culture uh, history and birthdays here today. We go to our page on thisday.com and bring those here to you like we do every single day. Keep in mind, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we will present this in the same fashion that we present it every single Wednesday evening on WCW US Outside the Ropes. On the date in 1586, Walter Raleigh brings the first tobacco to England from Virginia. 
on say 1689, the Battle of, of Killicrinky, as Jacobite Scottish Highlanders under Viscount Dundee defeat Royalist, a Royalist force under General McKay. On say 1789, the U.S. Congress established the Department of Foreign Affairs, which is now, of course, referred to as the State Department. On say 1866, the first transatlantic telegraph cable comes ashore at Hearts Content in Newfoundland after being laid out uh, 1,686 miles by Isambard Kingdom's Brunei's Great Eastern Steamship. And on the state in 1921, Frederick Banting and Charles Best isolate insulin at the University of Toronto. Today, movies and television history on this date in 1940. Uh, Bugs Bunny, of course, the legendary Warner Brothers cartoon character, was created by Tex Avery. Bob Gibbons, which is, of course, part of the Looney Tunes and Merry Melody series, first debuts in the cartoon entitled Wild Hair. On this date in music history, on this date in 1982, Alan Menken and Howard Ashman's musical Little Shop of Horrors would open off-Broadway at the Orpheum Theater in New York City. And, of course, it would also become a very unique um, movie back in the 80s as well. And on this, in today in sports history, ladies and gentlemen, on this date in 1999, Tony Hawk is the first skateboarder to land a 900. On this date in 1549, the first Christian missionary in Japan, Jesuit priest Francis Xavier, reaches Japan, but is not permitted to enter any port until August the 15th. Some birthdays to speak up here today. Uh, Ludovico uh, Storza, Sforza, there you go, was born on the state in 1452. He would pass away in 1508. Hans Fischer was born on the state in 1881. He would pass away in 1945. And baseball great Leo, Leo Dosher was born on the state in 1906. He would pass away in 1991. Some other birthdays to bring you, of course, legendary... Uh, Ice skater Peggy Fleming today turns 75. Uh, Alan Border, who I believe was a legendary golfer, I believe, today turns 68. Christopher Dean turns 65. As we said, WWE, WWE legendary WWE superstar and, of course, now WWE executive Triple H today turns 54. Baseball great Alex Rodriguez today turns 48. And... Uh, golfing sensation Jordan Spieth today turns 30. On a state in 2012, Queen Elizabeth II opens the 30th Olympics in London in the United Kingdom, of course, with some help, believe it or not, from 007. There is a video out there, of course, of Daniel Craig in the role of James Bond escorting the Queen. Some weddings, uh, so weddings to speak of for today. I want to say in 1365, Isabella of England marries Egeron of, of Cauchy at Windsor. I want to say in 1857, the Emperor of Mexico, Maximilian I, who was 25 at the time, would marry Princess Charlotte of Belgium, who was 17 at the time, in Brussels. And I want to say in 1927, British Field Marshal 
Bernard Montgomery, who was 39 at the time, would marry Elizabeth Carver in Chiswick, England. Some passings in the world of history. John Dalton passed away on the stay in 1844. Antonio de Oliria Salazar passed away on the stay in 1970. Mohammed Reza Pahlavi passed away on the stay in 1980. Uh, legendary uh, figure in Hollywood, William Wyler, passed away on the stay in 1981. Baseball great Rick Farrell passed away on the stay in 1995. And legendary actor writer, comedian, and of course a man who definitely of course went always went overseas as part of the US helps out get the USO. Uh, of course um, was over dirt there during the times of of course of the uh, with uh, during during several of our wars of course, you know, entertaining the troops. The legendary Bob Hope sadly passed away on this date in two thousand and three. On this date in nineteen fifty eight Ice skater Christopher Dean was, of course, as you said, was born on this day. With his partner Jane Torvald, he would create Olympic history by achieving never-to-be-beaten perfect scores. Now, you have some movies and television history for today. As you said, 1940, Bugs Bunny uh, was <clears throat> with first debut in the cartoon Wild Hair. On this day in 1990, Zsa Zsa Gabor begins a three-day jail sentence for slapping a police officer in Beverly Hills. On this day in 1993, NBC was awarded the 1996 Olympic coverage for $456 million. On this day in 1995, the 28th San Diego Comic-Con International would open at the San Diego Convention Center. On this day in 1997, Henry Mancini, Leslie Bercuse, and Blake Edwards' musical adaptation of the film Victor Victoria Starring Julie Andrews, who closed at the Marquee Theater, New York City, after 738 performances. On the day in 2007, two news helicopters from Phoenix TV stations KNXB and KTVK, KNXB and KTVK, would collide over the Steel Indian School Park in Central Phoenix while covering a police chase. There were no survivors. Is the worst civil aviation incident in the, in the history of Phoenix. And on the same 2018, CBS chairman Leslie Moonves is accused of sexual misconduct in the New Yorker magazine by journalist Ronan Farrow. Some birthdays, as we said, Triple H today turns 54, and uh, Demis Hasibis today turns 47. And two passings, as we said, William Waller passed away on this day in 1981, and Bob Hope passed away on this day in 2003. <clears throat> Some weddings to bring you here, of course, today. On this date in 1941, singer and actress Judy Garland, who was 19 at the time, would marry British-American musician David Rose, who was 31 at the time. They would divorce three years later in 1944. I want to say 1991, rocker Janie Lane, who was 27 at the time, who was part, of course, of the, uh, who, was part, who was part of the group Warrant, who sang the, who sang the song Cherry Pie, would marry model Bobby Brown, who was 23 at the time. They would, they would get divorced two years later in 1993. 
And I want to say in 2014, actress and model Shiana Marie, who was 29 at the time, married longtime boyfriend Michael Shea at the Hummingbird Nest Ranch in Santa Susana, California. Now let's go to your music history and birthdays here. On this day in 1940, Billboard magazine starts publishing bestseller charts. On this day in 1957, St. James Theater in London officially closes. On this day in 1976, former Beatle John Lennon is granted a green card for a permanent residence in the United States. On this day in 1979, Broadway Opry 79 opens at St. James Theater in New York City uh, for, for six performances. And we said 1982, Alan Menken and Howard Ashby's musical Little Shop of Horrors would open off-Broadway at the Orpheum Theater in New York City. I would say in 1997, uh, uh, let's see, would close at the Gershwin Theater in New York City after 103 performances. And I would say in 2018, singer-songwriter Neil Diamond gives a small thank-you concert to firefighters near his home in Colorado. Some birthdays to bring you here today. Musician Maureen McGovern today turned 74. And some passings in the world of music. On the same 1720, Johann Samuel uh, Welter, a composer of German descent, would pass away at the age of 69. On the same 1777, William Hayes, a composer and organist of English descent, would also pass away at the age of 69. On the same 1783, Johann Philipp Kimberger, a music Theorist and violinist of German descent would pass away at the age of 62. I want to say in 1881, Johann Christian Loeb, a composer of German descent, would pass away at the age of 84. I want to say in 1883, Albert Franz Doppler, a flautist and composer of Austrian descent, would pass away at the age of 61. Some other weddings, of course, as we said. Um, 1941, as we said, Judy Garland and David Rose would get married. They would divorce in 1944. 1986, Cameron Crowe, who directed the movie Say Anything, who was 29 at the time, would marry the guitarist from Heart, Nancy Wilson, who was 32 at the time. And as we said, 1991, rocker Jenny Lane of, of Warrant would marry model Bobby Brown. They would get divorced two years later in 1993. Now some sports history and birthdays, of course, right here. I want to say two moments here in 1913. The 11th Tour de France was won by Philippe Thies of Belgium. Also the International Long Tennis Challenge at Wimbledon in England. Maurice McLaughlin would beat Charles Dixon. 8-6-6-3-6-2. They give the United States an unassailable 3-1 lead over the British Isles. U.S. would win 3-2. On the stage in 1914, the Rota J.C. soccer team would form in Kirkerod. 1919, the 13th Tour de France was won by Herman Lambeau of Belgium. On the stage in 1920, two moments in 1920, first off the 14th Tour de France, Belgian rider Philippe Thies becomes first to win the race three times. 
and also Resolute beats Shamrock 4 of England in the 14th running of America's Cup on a state in 1924. The 8th uh, the Summer Olympic Games will close in Paris. And I'll say in 1927, Mel Ott, who was 18 years old at the time, with his first league home run inside the park. Some birthdays in the world of sports, as we said. Leo Dosher was born on the state in 1906. He would pass away in 1991. Peggy Fleming turned 75. Alan Border turned 68. Christopher Dean turned 65. Alex Rodriguez would turn 48. And Jordan Spieth would turn 30. Today turns 30. One, one passing. Uh, baseball great Rick Farrell passed away on the state in 1995. And two weddings, ladies and gentlemen. I want to say 1990, NBA star Patrick Ewing, who was 27 at the time, would marry Rita Williams. And I want to say in 2006, NASCAR driver Kurt Busch, who was 27 at the time, would marry Eva Bryan in Eastville, Virginia. And of course, as we said, of course, Christopher Dean, who today turned 65 years old, of course, um, of course, alongside his longtime partner, Jane Torvo. It would create Olympic history by achieving never-to-be-beaten perfect scores in ice in uh, doubles ice skating. So, very impressive, of course, indeed. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it, of course, right here with some of your wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports here, of course, tonight. Uh, we once again want to thank our friends at Four Letter Mania for also providing tonight's uh, wrestling news and views report. Uh, 10.06 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138-521-POUND. This is episode number 411 of the NWO Wolfpack. Of course, this is Thursday, July 27, 2023. Mr. WCWUS, Chad Henshaw here, of course, on the line here with you. Uh, we thought we had at least two people on here, but it looks like for the time being, looks like we only have the one. Uh, so let's go ahead and bring on who we do have, and we'll, hopefully we'll be watching out for some more folks here coming up here a little bit later on. <clears throat> the person that we do currently have here, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, is a 2023 WCWUS Hall of Famer. He is a multiple-time WCWUS Trivia Championship Series title holder. He is also the general manager of WCWUS Fan Empire, of course, on Facebook. And also, ladies and gentlemen, he provides your daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays on Fan Empire, as well as, of course, Entertainment Cavalcade and also, of course, Sports Roundup. <coughs> And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to being known as the Godfather of Soul, we also now refer to him as the Mega Ultra Stud. Ladies and gentlemen, let us now welcome to episode number 411 of NWO Wolfpack here, of course, here tonight. Hailing from the great city and state of Indianapolis, Indiana, ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you the one and the only Mr. Justin Lewis Fleming. Justin, we welcome you to the 411 of Wolfpack. We thank you for being with us. Chad, I, I just saw, saw Mitt. 
earlier. Uh, well, I was not about to say anything about that right now. Apparently, ladies and gentlemen, Justin's already, uh, no disrespect, Justin, but I think he already let the cat out of the bag. Apparently, ladies and gentlemen, I think that the key president, the towel, was also going to pop in. However, I don't know if he had something he had to do and he had to leave. I'm not sure what the, what the situation first was. Hopefully, he will be back here to join us. We'll hopefully, here with some other folks, including the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo, hopefully coming up here very, very soon. In the meantime, let's go ahead here uh, while we have, while we have, of course, the time here. Let's go ahead and we'll probably talk a little bit of shop here. Uh, uh, first off here, of course, I don't know, Justin, if you had an opportunity to catch up on anything that did happen last night on Dynamite, if you have. If you'd like to throw out a few little thoughts and opinions about some of the stuff that did take place. Uh, see, all I can say that uh, uh, uh AW. Looks like uh, uh, Matt, Matt, um, Mike Bennett, and Matt Raven gonna be facing each other uh, this Friday on uh, tomorrow, tomorrow on Rampage, right? Uh, I well, I know, I know. Uh, who, who, who are you talking about? Say it again. I said you you mentioned you you were mentioned about something that, that was mentioned something about rampage tomorrow night. I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, um, Matt, uh, Mike, Mike Ben and Matt Tate, um, Tate. Uh, the yeah, the kingdom I know is going to be facing us, uh, uh, local talent. They said. Uh, Tomorrow night, so I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure who that is. It did not specify as to who that who it is, but they're going to be facing them, of course, tomorrow night. So they will be in action. We'll say. I can say. Okay. Okay. No, thank, thank you. Thank you very, thank you very much, here, Justin, for your uh, thoughts about that. We do appreciate that. Uh, while we continue to wait for anyone else to come on, let's go and give you this one more time. 10, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight five two one pound. This is episode number 411 of NW Wolfpack. As we said, this is Thursday, uh, July 27th, 2023. 
Mr. WCWUS, Chad Hinshaw, alongside the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, here with you here tonight. And hopefully we'll be to get to hear from some more folks coming up here in the next little while. Uh, coming up tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as far as we know, it will be just, of course, our episode of Revolution, which I do believe it will be 1328, I believe. Yes. Uh, 138055 pound, of course, in addition, as always, to your wrestling news and views and history and birthdays in terms of wrestling and pop culture. We will talk about, of course, what, what will happen tomorrow night on SmackDown. Uh, we hope to get some thoughts about tomorrow night's edition of Rampage. Uh, we will also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, um, once again, give you another update, of course, here concerning um, the Trivia Championship Series matches that are continuing to go on. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, anyone else that does plan on getting their predictions in for the Great American Bash, of course, on Sunday. Plus some other topics, of course, from, from, my, from of course, myself and everyone else, of course, that joins us. So be sure to listen in to uh, 13, I believe, 1328 of Revolution tomorrow night at 9 o'clock, 138055 pound. Of course, right here on the radio in the radio network on thetalkshoe.com. While we continue to wait, ladies and gentlemen, um, while we, of course, continue to wait for, uh, for anyone else, of course, that will hopefully... Uh, for anybody else that comes on, of course, well, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we did thought we did have the King Cause Mitt Patel here with us, but apparently, unless something must have happened and he could not stay, or something must have happened, of course, in terms of a technical situation or whatever, I would hope that he let, will come back on before the show is over for the night. Um, and we also hope to hear from the Iceman, Jerry DiGiolamo, over here as well. While we continue to wait on, on these, uh, and uh, hopefully other folks to come on, let's go ahead here, folks, and I will throw out some. Uh, we'll see what we can find out here, of course, in terms of. Uh, Give us a few minutes while we try to get this up here, of course, folks. <coughs> Keeping in mind, ladies and gentlemen, of course, just to let you know that you still have plenty of time to go to our Trivia Championship Series down the Golden Path Facebook page to vote for the Trivia Championship Series matches currently going on even as we speak. And so you'll have an opportunity to, of course, uh, To of course get, give us your the, to vote on who you think should either retain their respective championships or who should win those championships. So, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we will we will of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, update you of course at least one more time, uh, at least one time more time tomorrow night. And we'll try to update you again, of course, Saturday on Power Hour and at least on Sunday morning on WCWS this morning. 
Uh, keep in mind, you have them, of course, this Monday, July 31st, to cast your votes for those prospective matches. So definitely, of course, keep those in mind. Okay, let's see what we have here. Yes, okay. First off, the Iron Man match for the WCWS World Heavyweight title, of course, Mint is defending, of course, against, of course, JD. Currently, of course, Mint uh, still has JD against the ropes here a little bit in this as he continues to, JD continues to give it all he can, of course, surviving this onslaught from Mint for the big gold belt. Also, the tiebreaker from the Heavenly King of the Wing Battle Royal, where the winner will receive a future opportunity at a trivia championship series match of their choosing. Uh, Michelle is currently putting the hurt on the human suplex machine, John Gross. The latter match for the AWS Collision Championship, as Justin continues to, of course, keep K- keeping uh, KT Michener at bay, of course, and uh, <clears throat> from trying to climb the ladder to grab that belt. So, <clears throat> very persistent, of course, indeed. Also, of course, here, the Extreme Rules match for the NXT US Roadblock Championship. Michelle, of course, is continuing to, of course, take the kendo stick and beating Ian McWilliams to death with it, of course, in that. Also, the tables match for the WCW US Grapple Mania Championship, as JD, of course, is still continuing his best to try to put Quentin Davis through a table, and he's come close a couple times, but has not been able to succeed here just yet. Also, the steel cage match for the NJPWS world title, as Danny Promote Park continues, of course, to put the current champion, the Cowboy Clinton James Smith, of course, here against the steel cage here, in hopes, of course, of gaining that belt, of course, from Clinton. Also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, the stand and deliver NXT US stand and deliver championship. The, the hardcore rules match, of course, like I said, John is struggling to hold on to that belt as Michelle's mom, Christy, continues to beat him down, of course, with the kendo stick. Also, Justin, of course, is also doing double duty as well. Uh, and the no holds barred match for the NWA US Wildcat Championship as he, of course, is continuing to, of course, putting the hurt on Rick Jackson. And also, of course, here, the ROH US Driven Championship in the street fight, as Quentin Davis, of course, is, is of course, doing his best to, of course, stay up front and keep Todd Robinson from, of course, obtaining that championship. So, like I said, so far, it has, it has moved a little bit, but it has not moved, it has not moved a whole lot. So hopefully here, ladies and gentlemen, we hope to, of course, uh, we hope to, of course, like I said, uh, we hope to, of course, like I said, uh, to continue, of course, uh, obviously, uh, we will be continuing to monitor all this, of course, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll provide you another update for this, of course, tomorrow night, of course, on uh 
on, of course, 1328 of WCW-US Revolution. Uh, we still, ladies and gentlemen, are still keeping our eyes open here. Uh, as we did point out, of course, the King Club's Mint Patel was with us for a short time. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if he came on and then all of a sudden he had to jump right back off. Or... Or if he, of course, has had, um, or of course, he might have simply had a technical issue or something of that nature. I'm not sure what's going on. But we're, of course, hoping, we are, of course, continuing uh, to watch and hoping that Mitt will, of course, join us. And we're still, of course, hopefully waiting to hear from the uh, Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, here as well, as he... We did hear, we, we did believe, we did hear last night that JD was going, was obviously going to, um, um, uh, pop on here to give his Great American Bash predictions, but so far we have not heard from him. So I am not 100% sure. We're not 100% sure, of course, about where, um, where, um, where, if we we're going to hear anything at all from, of course, JD or not. Hopefully here, folks, we'll hear something from, from these gentlemen here, hopefully over the next little bit. Uh, in the meantime, also as well, let us see here if we have any updates at all about tonight's episode, of course, of Impact Wrestling. And while we, and of course, while we continue to wait to hear, hopefully we'll continue to, of course, wait and hear. From uh, um, from possibly Mitt or possibly JD or anybody else, we're not sure yet, but we hope to hear from somebody. Hopefully here, hopefully here, here of course here soon. But uh, we are we are monitoring. Uh, Uh, let's go and let you know here what the matches were. Of course, they were at the St. Clair College Sportsplex in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Some of the shows that they had on there, of course, tonight uh, was Eric Young versus taking on Nick Aldis. Uh, Trinity and Danny Luna teamed up to take on the former Knockouts Tag Team Champions, the Coven. Alex Shelley and Kushida took on the team of Moose and Brian Myers. Giselle Shaw took on one half of the new Knockouts Tag Team Champions, Masha Slamovich. And a loser leaves match, of course, Johnny Swinger taking on Zicky Dice. Uh, just to run it, 
through here very, very quickly here. Uh, Trinity and Danny Luna taking on the Coven. Uh, Trinity and Danny Luna win the match. Also, former champion Deanna Perrazzo actually comes down to the ring to inform Trinity that she wants a rematch with the Knockouts title at the next event called Emergence on August the 27th. So we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, be watching out on that here very carefully. Next up here, Johnny Swinger taking on Zeke Dice in the Loser Leaves match. Johnny Swinger leaves the match, and Ziggy Dice must apparently leave, and obviously leaves the company. Uh, Giselle Shaw takes on Masha Slamovich, and apparently, and apparently, ladies and gentlemen, it seems that. Uh, uh, it looks like that uh, Savannah Evans tries to uh, tries to, of course, interfere. Obviously, uh, Killer Kelly knocks her off the ring, but somehow Giselle Shaw uh, Our next matchup, of course, as Alex Shelley and Kushida, who, of course, are known in Japan as the Time Splitters, taking on the team of Moose and Brian Myers. The Time Splitters win this match right here. Uh, obviously, Mike Speedball Mike Bailey takes on Zachary Wentz. Uh, believe, it, believe it or not, here Zachary Wentz gets the win, of course, here. Uh, uh, Also, of course, it was talked about that at Emergence, there will be, it looks like an eight-man tag match as the Motor City Machine Guns, Kushida, and Josh Alexander will team up to do battle against Bully Ray, Moose, Brian Myers, and the exhibition champion Leo Rush at Emergence. Also, of course, the match for the, as we mentioned here before, for the uh, Digital Media Championship is actually also confirmed for next week's edition of, uh, of, um, of Impact here. And it looks like, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's see here. Let me make them Uh, it looks like, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, that it looks like um, Kenny King, who did defeat Joe Hendry for the digital media title, will put that belt up, of course, uh, next week. 
it appears this next week against Joe Hendry, who get, will get his rematch. And also, Yuya Yamura will also be involved in that match as well. And, of course, one more match for tonight, of course, is Eric Young will take on Nick Aldis. And, later, and of course, Eric Young gets by Nick Aldis to uh, win the match. Afterwards, Diener and uh, Khan attack uh, Eric Young from behind to pick up, to pick up their feud. Khan hits his two choke slams. They go to leave, but Diener tells him one one more. Khan hits one more choke slam before Diener plants Eagle with the antidote DDT. Diener sits on Eric Young to officially end tonight's show. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's some of your um, there's some of your uh, there's the results, of course, right there, folks. From uh, tonight's edition, of course, of Impact Wrestling, and of course, with of course something, some, some. Uh, uh, obviously, ladies and gentlemen, a match looks like it's already officially been signed for next month's emergency event, which will be a, a, a month from tonight at Emergence. Of course, we heard about that, and also, of course, we did hear, of, like we said, of the triple threat match. For the digital media title is Kenny King will defend against both Yuya Yamira and the former champion Joe Hendry. So that will be, of course, a really, really good match here, of course, here indeed. Uh, let's see here. Um, now, obviously, of course, I'm sure I know what the answer is going to, is going to be for this. As far as, of course, Justin is confirmed, but I will go ahead and ask him this question. Justin, as far as getting in your predictions for the Great American Bash, were you planning on doing them tonight or waiting until tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, and, ladies and gentlemen, we, are, we have been, of course, for the last little while, continued to wait to see. If the King Club's Mipatow was going to make it on, uh, and we are still, of course, awaiting to hear something if whether or not the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo was going to make it on here, of course, here as well. And with it being, of course, um, still have about 30 minutes before the show's over, so I mean, there still is time for these guys for for for, for anyone to pop on. But like I said, folks. Uh, we have not, we obviously, of course, have not heard anything, heard anything at all about, uh, from, of course, either one, um, and really, in a way, here, folks, like I said, as you heard, Justin's going to wait till tomorrow to get his predictions in, of course, here for the Great American Bash. And unless something has possibly happened here, I'm not sure. And I'm not sure here um, about the stat, about Mitts and JD's status. So. Obviously, ladies and gentlemen, with that, of course, being said, uh, 
in the coffin. It appears, ladies and gentlemen, that we don't we pretty much have gone through everything that we have planned on talking about here of course tonight. Uh Obviously, of course, ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, and of course, uh, as much as much as like I said, uh, and keep in mind, we have been, we have been, of course, doing what we can and all to keep things going here, and we pretty much have covered everything. I mean, the only thing that would be left to do would be to let Justin get his additional wrestling and pop, and pop culture history and birthdays up, but other than that, I. That's really the only other thing I can think of doing and possibly going on ahead and ending the show a little bit early here, of course, here tonight. And with my apologies to Justin, of course, here as well. And, of course, also in advance, I would offer them to both Mitt and JD if, of course, if they were still planning on coming on and we just have not heard if, whether or not, if that was still going to be the case. So... With that being said here, folks, it seems that we have probably no other alternative here. It looks like we're just going to have just to go on ahead and call it, of course, here for the evening. So I will issue an apology to both, of course, Mitt and JD, of course. If, you know, I know JD... I know unless JD has something come up at the last moment, which it would be understandable. And obviously, if something did happen with Mitt as to why he could not stay, it is understandable, of course, here as well. So with that being said here, folks, uh, let's go on. Let's let's go on ahead. Um we're just going to go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, and close up shop here a little bit early as much as I really hate to do that. Uh, but uh, we really can kind of, really kind of don't have anything, a whole lot more to talk about. And, of course, it would give myself and I'm sure Justin and I'm sure J.D. and other folks um, an opportunity to, of course, uh, put their minds at ease and, of course, obviously rest up and all that for tomorrow night which I'm pretty certain they'll probably have a whole lot to dish out and a whole lot to talk about. So in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm going to go ahead and do now here is I will just go ahead and mention here to you that we do ask you to continue to check out all of our pages, of course, on both Facebook and TalkShoe, where everything, of course, including everything from uh, the latest from classic uh, TV shows and cartoons and uh, pictures and posts to classic sports moments. Uh, obviously, of course, number one and first and foremost, classic wrestling moments, of course, in the form of videos, pictures, posts, and all that great stuff here as well. Be sure to check out everything we've got on all of our pages, of course, here on Facebook. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, check out all, all of our past episodes of all of our shows here, of course, here on TalkShoe might find some very interesting stuff that we have talked about over the past eight years. And we hope to get more of those shows back up and running here very, very soon. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, before we end, of course, here, it would not be, of course, the proper thing to do to end it without hearing from one more person here tonight. And that is, of course, here, the main man right here, the godfather of soul, Justin Lewis Fleming. 
as he I'm sure has some additional wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here for today, July the 27th. So we're going to go ahead and turn it over here to Justin and let him go ahead and get his any any other uh, additional wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays up and going. And we will, of course, start hopefully fresh and and with a clear mind and a clear conscience, of course, tomorrow night on Revolution. I do believe it was episode 1328 tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Of course, 138055 pound. So, Justin, we're going to go ahead and bring you back in here, of course, now and let you go on right ahead and get 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 any additional uh, wrestling and or pop culture history and birthdays up and uh, taken care of for uh, today, July the 27th, uh, before we, of course, go on ahead and close for the night. So, so please go on right ahead. Okay, today is a happy Today is a happy 69th birthday to Emmanuel Fernandez, very known as renamed the Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez. And uh, you already cut, you already covered uh, Vengeance 2003, right, Chad? I did say that one, yes. I know you gotta agree with me on this, Chad. This was the, the Vincent Man Zach Gallon match was the worst match in my my opinion. I would agree. And he didn't care, and this man didn't even care about his wife's um perfect um wife's condition. Condition all he cared about was destroying Zach Gowan. I bet you, you know, I bet you one hundred percent that was Vince's idea that he that he tuned that he that was his, his idea that that prevent for for it was Vince's idea for for Kane to tombstone her, his wife. And on this day, 1993 on ECW Hardcore TV. Let's see, uh, Terry Funk defeated the Canadian Wolfman, and the Sandman defeated Johnny Hotbody. And on the Sunday Night Heat pre-show of Vengeance, uh, the Ultimate Ultimate Dragon defeated. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. 
Uh, hold on. This is huge, driving me crazy, man. You hear me, Chad? Yes, I can hear you fine. Ultimo Dragon via Kent Canyon. And that's it. Okay. Thank you very much here, of course, here, Justin. You can always check out Justin's daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. Of course, the wrestling portion on WCWS and Empire, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS appreciation. Also, of course, anything related to, of course, entertainment, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS Entertainment for the Entertainment Cavalcade page. And anything sports related, you can always check out WWS Sports Roundup, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Sports Time. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, this is Mr. WCWS. Chad Henshaw saying thank you very much here for listening. And we said check out, of course, everything in WCWUS on both Facebook and right here on TalkShoe. And let's continue to say a prayer for all those going through a lot of tough times right now in our country and in our world, especially, of course, with the heat situation going on here as well. Let's, let's say a prayer for them and hopefully they can, of course, get through all this. And hopefully this heat will break on us very, very soon. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, please take care and please stay safe out there. Remember, and remember, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCWUS Radio Network. Justin, have a good evening. Uh, enjoy the rest of your night there, bud, and we'll talk at you tomorrow night on Revolution. Have a good evening. Good night, Chad. Good night, bud. And we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to be able to end it our normal way here folks but apparently it's not going to let me do it tonight so please take care and please stay safe out there folks this is of course the wcws radio network we'll talk at you tomorrow night on revolution have a great evening folks
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.